Gemara Sukadaf Mem Alef, Masechet dedicated to Hatzlachat Shmuel Ben Yehudit, Umishpato. So we'll start today's Daf on Mem Amud Bet. We'll start on the bottom, the bottom line. Let's just review what we said yesterday. We learned that uh, regarding uh, the uh, product of Maaser Shini and the product of Shvi'it. So according to one opinion, at least, according to Rabbi Yohanan, you're allowed to make what's called a hilul. Hilul means you're allowed to take the kiddushah of those items and transfer it, not, not necessarily in a sale, even just outside of a sale. Meaning you could transfer the kiddushah of these items onto, um, onto different items. Uh, the Gemara actually said above that you could do it on animals, you could do it on birds. And one opinion said, even if the animals are alive, it's okay, the transfer still works. That was the Bimi'id, actually. Hachamim said that you can make the transfer on slaughtered animals, but not on live animals. What was the reason for that? Everybody agrees that once you make a transfer, let's say, to Ma'asir Ma'asir or to Shiv'id, you're not have to keep it. Eventually, you have to get rid of it. It has an expiration date. They were worried that if you're going to make the transfer on an animal, what's going to end up happening is you're going to put it back into your herd in order for it to multiply. And therefore, you're not going to end up getting rid of it. So therefore, one opinion will hold, the rabbis, that is, that you should not make a transfer on live animals. And the question is, we didn't discuss on yesterday's that male or female. We just said, we said live animals. Is there a difference between a male or a female? You could argue that the real concern should be the female. Because it's the female animal that reproduces, and the male really doesn't. So the Gibbarah, today's staff says, Amar Mahloket, that which we said between the Bimi'id and Hachamim, Bezicharim. That's only talking about by Zicharim, which means Hachamim and Mahmir are stringent even by male animals that you should not make the transfer of Ma'asir or Shvi'it. However, Abba Ben Kevot, Al Shi'utim, Mithalilin, Al Hayin, Mithalilin, Kizirat Shema Yigadel, Mehen Adarim. But on female animals, everybody agrees. There's no Mahloket, even the Bimi'id. <laughs> will say that's going to be as because there's more logic to be concerned about a female animal that reproduces than a male. It seems to Hakamim, they make a gezera male atu female. And therefore they're even more strict. They read Tapashibiatu Now we go further that more time. We learned on yesterday's daf. We had a machloker over here. Uh, between Rabbi Al-Azhar and Rabbi Yohanan, fundamental mahloket by uh, Shiv'it. And we wanted to know, you can, listen, the fruit of Shiv'it has Kiddushah. Let's, let's start with that. And the question we have over here is, can the fruit of Shiv'it's Kiddushah be transferred, let's say, onto money? So everybody said it can be transferred onto money. It's not gonna take the Kiddushah off the fruit, but the Kiddushah will go to the money, but there's a machlok at how that happens. So some say it only happens through a sale, mekah. Which means, let's say a guy sells perot of shavit to somebody else, that money now takes on the kiddushah of shavit. Now what does that mean takes on the money? We're eating the money. No, but at a certain point, you're going to have to get rid of that money. Which means, whatever that, and you're limited on what you could buy with that money. You can't just buy clothes with it and stuff like that. You can only buy food stuff like that that you could eat. So therefore, uh, we hold, everybody agrees you could do it ayyadeh, a sale. They learned it from Pesukim. Actually, there's a juxtaposition between Yovel and the word Kiyakah, uh, Mekah. Uh, the question is, can it be done even like a regular uh, redemption or transfer of Kiddushah, like Maaseh Sheni? How do you do Maaseh Sheni? You just do it by yourself. Do it yourself. You take a coin 
you say the kiddushah of this ma'aseh will be on the coin. That's called the hilul. So Rabbi Yochanan actually said it could be done even via what we call hilul. Rabbi Yochanan said no. It could only be done via uh, Rabbi Azar. Correct. Only via uh, Mecca. So the Gemara says now, Amar Mahaloket that's right. Shah doesn't leave. Bad deal. Doesn't go to the coin. The Maaseh Shani becomes holy. The Gebarak as long and says, "Amar Abashem." The Abashem says, "Big, big thing here now." Mahloket b'fridi shon. The whole mahloket on yesterday's daf. Legabe how to make the hilul either through Mecca or by itself is only through b'fridi shon. The actual first fruits of the shemitah. Aval b'prishini. What's prishini? Prishini is the item. That already you transfer. Let's say you had perot. That's pidi That's the perot of shemitah. Let's say you transfer those kedushat to a different pidi. Now the second pidi is called pidi sheni. The mahlok that we had yesterday is gabe pidi shon. However, gabe pidi sheni. The vrei akol ben derech mikach ben derech hilud. Everybody will say no matter which way you can take the kedushah and transfer it and take it off. Let's read Rashi. Pidi shon. I'm sorry. I'm out of Rashi mahloket. Right, and, and by the way, that, that derasha that he made was talking about Pridishon. So therefore, the derasha of Mecca is only by Pridishon. When it comes to Pridishoni, right, that would be the money. Same thing, which means once already, let's say you, tra- you transferred the Pero to money. That money is considered Pridishoni. Now, how would that money go off anyway? Now you can even say, the Kedusha of this money should go on to this uh, piece of meat. Or this money should go on uh, somewhere else. That everybody agrees can be done via Helul. Now the question is, if you remember yesterday we had a bright time. So the Gibraltar is going to question. So Gibraltar says, Remember yesterday's bright time, we had a case where the guy had, uh, let's say, Perot. Uh, and the Perot of Shemitah, which is pretty short. And what? He bought, let's say, meat. So what do we say? The Kedushah goes to the, the meat. And then we said, you have the meat, and then you, you bought with the meat fish. So we said the Kedushah goes from the meat to the fish. And then you bought with the fish, you bought uh, wine. So the Chaurah, the meat, the fish, the wine, the oil, that's already Prisheli. Why does the bride have to say Lakah, that you bought? According to this Gemara, we're saying now, everybody holds, the transfer can take place even outside of Lakah. So why did it say lakah? So the Gemara says, it's lavdavka. It only said lakah for the first case. For the case where the guy has the fruit, so there he has to sell it, because that's pretty shon. But once you get to ready the meat and the fish and the wine and the oil, that's already prisheni. Lakah is lavdavka. Let's read the Rashi. V'adetanya. V'adetanya v'brayta demisayayale lakah lakah v'kulehu ben v'pridishon ben v'damav v'ketani lakah v'basar yayin v'loketani chilel v'asar yayin. Bediuk, which means, it keeps on saying lakah lakah, which sounds like what? Even on prisheni, the only way it's going to get transferred is is if you, uh, 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 you bought, you, you, you transacted. But that's not so now. We're saying that prisheni can even be done on a regular chilel. So the Gemara answers, I.D. Right, so it's love that. So all the following ones are called shimmy? Yes, anything, once, once you get to the money. After, a, after the first thing, after the perot. It's not actually shimmy. No, 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 it's a shimmy. That's what, called shakit. That's, that's right. what, maybe, maybe that's the answer. That's what I'm... No, no, it's, it's, it's shimmy and shimmy, 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 shimm
So the original, that needs a mecca to transfer. But otherwise, anything subsequent than that does not eat a... And you could transfer it into money. Yes, you could transfer it into money. Oh, so now we're going to read now. This is the question yesterday. I think now the Gemara is going to get into that in peace now. Etive. We have a question. Okay, how's that about He has a coin of Shivit. How's it a coin of Shivit? Obviously, he had fruit. And it was Utfas. And therefore, the Kedushat of Shivit went on to the coin. Now, Ubikesh the Kahbu Haluk. Probably he wants to buy a shirt with it. Now, you're not allowed to buy a shirt with money of Shemitah. You can only buy food to eat. You cannot buy a shirt. You can't eat a shirt. So, but if you have a, 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 a... There's a way, however, legal loophole to beat the system. How can you beat the system? The Gemara tells you. What should you do? Go to your friend who's a merchant. And you can tell him, Which means you can tell him, have a sale. I'd like to buy fruit. You're allowed to buy fruit with the perot, with, 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 with Kiddushat Shavit money. Beautiful. Now what? Now you end up having perot hudin. Those perot hudin. And he has the selah. And what happens over here? The selah goes to hudin. This is for your point, Leon. The selah goes to hudin. And the perot now are kadosh. Beautiful. So this guy's holding now perot of shimit. The merchant is holding what? A free coin. A free coin. Now what happens? Then he comes and says, you know what? The fruit that I just bought, I want to give it to you, Mr. Merchant. I want to give it to you, Bematana. That gives him a gift. And he says, you give me a gift, I also want to give you a gift. He gives him what? The coin. Now what ends up happening? He has a free coin. Now what does he do with the coin? He buys the shirt with it. And therefore you beat the system. He gives him the sale of Bematana. And what? The Hanbani, it's true. He has to eat the Perot B'Kdushah. Okay, no problem. No problem. That, he has to be his friend to willing to do that. Let's say he wants to eat fruit anyway. What's the difference? What's all to eat a B'Kdushah? Let him eat it. He wants to eat fruit anyway. He's having a fruit salad. So let him eat it. But what? You caution up his money in order they can use the Selah in order to get a... Uh, now, now they give it Right. So now they give says, wait. Over here we're talking about Perisheni over here because already we're talking about the Selah. The sale has to be prisheni. You don't grow, you don't, you don't grow money on trees. The peri is the peri. So already, when the guy's coming with a, with a sale, why did it have to be that you have to buy fruit with it? Lechaura, if it's if it's sheni, make a halul. So you don't got to do this whole uh, sale business. Viketani derach mikahin derach halul Right? The mission of the Raitas Lashon is. Buy fruit. Why buy? The chaura. If it's if it's prisheni, we allow even right. right? No, it was saying why? Why did you say let him buy fruit with it in order to get the chilul? You don't got to buy it. If it's prisheni, just make a regular chilul. So the just like here with chilul legamle, it's always going to be chilul legamle. The kiddush is going to go off the money when you buy chilul with it. When you buy fruit, it's like your question yesterday. We learned that the answer. The kiddushah of the Money will go onto the fruit. The money becomes holid. But why did you say he has to buy the fruit? Let him just say, let him make an adjustment. Let, let him do it himself. Let him say, and then take the money and go buy a shirt with it. What does what, 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 to say? So the Gemara says, So the Meshach comes along and explains. Between the Azab and the Yohanan B'frisheni. That's where the Mahlok is. That's where the Mahlok is. 
דרך חילול, לא. So we're reversing the Mahloka now. We're saying the Gabit Pridishon, everybody agrees, even the Yohanan will agree that what? Davka Derach Mekah. And where do we have a Mahloka? In Prishini, even the Yohanan is going to say you still need Derach Mekah. So then we go back. All these cases that we answered before, hey, what are you saying Mekah for? They were Pidishini cases. Yeah, because there's an opinion that holds that even Prishini needs Mekah. Go back to the original Black Time. Remember we said, hey, why did you say Mekah, Mekah? Basar, Lakah Basar, Lakah. You don't got to say no, Slav Tafka. You can say it's even Tafka, because we have an opinion according to the Yohanan, and even my Prishani, it's got to be Tafka, Derech, Mikah. And the same thing over here also. In this case that we just gave over here, where the guy's going to try to fix his coin up, we say, oh, go buy Perot. What do we go buy Perot? It's Prishani, Prishani. No, because even if Yohanan holds by Prishani, you have to. So we're redefining the Mahlokim. Behad Diktani, Behad Shemi'it, Behad Ma'asir Shani. Now we had a Braita above. What did the Braita above say? Whether it's Shivi'it or whether it's Ma'asir Shani, you can make a Chilun. Now it's Ma'ashma that what? Even the original fruits. Even the original fruits. It doesn't say Prishini. It's Ma'ashma. Had Shivi'it, Had Ma'asir Shani, Mechalilin. That's Mechalilin. According to this, nobody will say Had Mechalilin. You have to actually do a, a sale. We had, and you learned the Braita above. The Braita above said what? Perot Ma'asir Shani, Perot Shivi'it are subject to Chilun. Got no problem, but it sounds like even the first pedot. Now you're learning the first pedot are not subject to chedul. The first pedot have to be done davka b'mikah. The Gemara says, "My shviit, the me shviit." Oh, the Gemara did over here. The Gemara says, "What did you think? What did you think when we said shviit? We meant pedot shviit has b'shalom. The pedot shviit v'dayin need a mekah. When we said shviit, we meant the monies. Okay, monies. We have an opinion. We have a Yohanan." That what says what? Demesh Shiv'it, which is considered Prishani, you can make a Chilun. So the Gemara says, well, how do you know that when it says the word Shiv'it, it means Demesh Shiv'it? Shiv'it can mean Perot. So the Gemara says, Because if you're not going to say this, Ma'asir, Ma'asir, Mamash, if you're going to learn that what? Uh, that Ma'asir is referring to Perot, Ma'asir, Shiv'it themselves. And what are we saying over here? that we're going to say you can make a chilul. One of the things that they said in that b'raita was that you can make a chilul of ma'asir on animals. Now hold it, Rabotai. We know very well that the only item you're allowed to make a chilul ma'asir shini is, is on a picturesque coin. Mitzarta ha'kesef b'yadecha. So we cannot be talking about ma'asir shini. Perot. Because then the b'raita would not give me an option to be mehalel perot ma'asir sheni on an animal. Correct? Ela must be ma'asir sheni is talking about what? Deme ma'asir sheni. Ah, if that's about deme ma'asir sheni, then shiv'it must be also talking about deme, which is what? Pri sheni. Ah, pri sheni, we already have an opinion that says, hey, it will work. Ha'ketiv, how can it be the perot ma'asir sheni? Doesn't it say? V'salta kesef b'yadecha. Ela deme ma'asir. Ella must be talking about the money, which means you had ready perot ma'asir, and you transferred it to the money. Now, once you transfer it to the money, the money you can transfer it to an animal. So, too, the me ma'asir, achanamel, the me shibi'id. So, too, over here, we're talking about the me shibi'id. I'm following the prayer of Yohanan that says what? That the monies of shibi'id are considered prishini, and therefore they are subject to he, he, lu. No, and according to the Bil Azar, Bil Azar would say no, that even Prishani can only be subject to Mecca, not through Khidun. Matnitin, Barishona. 
Huh? It was obvious from Masa Shini. It was obvious. You're forced to say it. It said it. By, putting, by juxtaposing next to Masa Shini, you knew it had to be talking about that. But he showed up. This man, Tibet, Amigdash, Ayakayam, Nabotai, Ayalulab, Nital, Bamigdash, Shiva. Okay? The Lulab was brought in the Beta Mikdash for all seven days. Uba Medina, let's learn Medina in Yerushalayim, and the rest of the world for that matter. Yom Echad. That means according to the uh, Torah, the way the Mishnah is understanding it, it says, Usmachtem Nefne Hashem Elohechem Shavat Yamin. That when you have to have the Simchav, the Lulab, Nefne Hashem, only in the Beta Mikdash. That means mitzvah deoraita lulav seven days in the temple, outside the temple, meaning even Yerushalayim, it's not a seven-day item. Ukachtem nachem byom elishon v'zeuzeh. The rest of the days will be at most the rabbanan. Mishachalav betamikdash hetkin rabban Yohanan ben Zakai shelulav nital bemedina shiva zecher lamikdash. Yohanan came along and said, you know what? After the temple was destroyed, they made a new takana that even outside the Beit HaMikdash, they should shake the lulav seven days. Again, it's a bit of a banan, it's just a yan of zecher. There's a big machloket amongst the Rishonim where this law of the Uraita applies. The Mishnah sounds like it applies where? On the Temple Mount, in, Yerusha, in, uh, in the Beit HaMikdash area. Some will come along and say that uh, today, I think Hanan Bam's opinion is, that in the Mikdash doesn't mean the Mikdash, it means Yerushalayim. And therefore, he holds that there's Yerushalayim and outside Yerushalayim. So it's a big hadush. It comes out according to Harambam. That, uh, uh, and especially Harambam would say, by the court of the Ma'arabi. That's why you see many people today on Sukkot, they go to the court of the Ma'arabi in order to fulfill the Mizbah, the Ulab, according to Sami Shonim, the Oraita. I saw a big question recently brought down by one of the post scheme. Are you obligated to go to Yerushalayim? Maybe guys lives in Tel Aviv, you have Mizbah, the Oraita. So some say, yeah, and some say even better. Let's say a person shikas lulav in Tel Aviv in the morning, and now the afternoon he went to Yerushalayim. Now he has a chayuv deolaita on it, because he, he fulfilled it uh, only with Rabbanan. So some say, no, no, you did it already, you're not going to obligate. Some say, no, you didn't fulfill your chayuv of... So it's a big, big, big question. That's why so many people go to Sukkot, to Eris Israel. If any holiday has an advantage to be in Israel on, on the holiday, it's Sukkot. Pesach, there's nothing, no advantage in the sense of Aliyah al you have, of course. We know that. There's a mitzvah anyway, But in the mitzvot itself of the holiday, Sukkot has an advantage that you're able to might be fulfilled the mitzvah, the oraita of the lulav. Now, the odd, Rabbi Yohanan made another takara, she yom henef kolo asur. What does it mean, yom henef kolo asur? Yom henef kolo asur means that in the olden days, on the second day of Pesach, they used to bring the korban ha'omer. What did the korban ha'omer do? The Korban HaOmer act exactly allowed now all the uh, new crop to become eaten. Which means we have a law that says that crop that you grow, you're not allowed to eat it until the Korban HaOmer is brought. Once the Korban HaOmer is brought, that crop is called now Yashan. And therefore, it's old now. What makes it old? Not that it's stale. means that it's, it's post-Korban HaOmer. Therefore, it's permissible to eat. So in the olden days, by the way, they would go to the Beit HaMikdash on the second day of Pesach, they would bring the Qurban early in the morning, and that's it, they were able, able to eat the Hadash at, uh, after sunrise, after, after, after dawn, they were able uh, to eat it. But what happened, the rabbis were concerned, and Rabbi Hanan that is, is that what's going to happen? Let's say they're going to build the Beit HaMikdash. 
Right? And let's say what happens, that year they built the Beit HaMikdash, they're going to bring the Korban HaOmer, because they just they built it. They're going to bring the Korban HaOmer in the afternoon. So what's going to end up happening? They're going to bring late in the afternoon. They can say, wait, last year we know we ate the, uh, the Korban, we, we ate the Hadash right away, in the morning. And then, but the last year you ate it because <laughs> there's no Korban HaOmer, so you just have to wait for the day to come. Now you got to wait for the actual Korban HaOmer. So if you're going to make it that every year you're going to allow them to eat it in Alot Hashah, it might come one year when they actually build the Beit HaMikdash, you're going to get messed up. Because they're not going to bring the Korban HaOmer yet, and you're going to say, well, last year we ate it in Alot Hashah, and they're going to eat it. So what, does it what does it mean over here? That we're so uh, 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 anticipating that there's going to be a Beit HaMikdash being, being rebuilt. I saw from the Admon Migur says on this Mishnah something incredible. We're learning by Sikh Sukkah. What in the world in the middle of Masikh and Zukkad, you have to tell me all of your Hanan's takanot about Yom Henef Yekulu Asur, that the day that they bring the Korban Aum and Yekulu Asur, what's got to do with this over here? Nothing to do with Sukkah. The Dulav case, I understand, you have to tell me. So he comes along and says, no, because when a person reads the first case, and he comes and says, oh, look at the Korban Beit HaMikdash, he gets all sad. He says, we don't have a Beit HaMikdash, Rabotai. And therefore, we, the Lulav today is only Midrabanan. So they said, no, 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 we don't want the guy to get depressed. We also made a takana, so Christ doesn't become miyuash, yom benef kudu asur, why? Because meherayi baneha mikdash. And therefore, this takana is in order that you don't get depressed from the first takana. The first takana was what? You still have to take seven days. Why? Zechad the hurban. So zechad the hurban, when the guy's shaking the love on the, on the second day of Sukkot, what does he say? Ya haram, mafi bent mikdash. So no, but don't worry, yom benef kudu asur. What is that going to do for you? To remind you, it's coming back very quickly. So much so that we made a takana that we don't want you to eat the... Uh, 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 but I saw, I saw, I saw a, a, a big hadush. Uh, I'm not sure it's the halakha, but I saw a hadush that in, in a regular, in a regular uh, uh, year of, um, let's say, when they had the Beit HaMikdash, <coughs> if you hold this Yashan B'chus La'aris, let's say, which we hold, Tzfaradim hold Hadash, Asum Natroim Afil B'chus La'aris. So when would it be Asum for B'chus La'aris, guys? When would it be permissible in a regular year we have a Beit HaMikdash? When would it be permissible to eat the uh, Kemach uh, Hadash? So you don't have to wait to the second day of Pesach. It goes Alot HaShahar in Israel. So therefore we're seven hours, uh, no you know what? So you don't get to wait, wait for the morning. Ready? When, when they have the Beit HaMikdash, the guy's in America, he can eat the uh, Hadash at two o'clock in the morning. And he's fine because already in Israel, they brought the, uh, you, don't, you don't have to wait for technically the, the morning. Not two o'clock in the morning, right? You have to wait for the morning. Of Israel. Israel. Ah, Israel. 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 That's my point. So you two o'clock in the morning by you, you're done. Even night, eleven o'clock at night. Okay. The Gemara begins. How do we know that what that we make a zechel Megdash? I guess we want to have a remez to this. Amar Rabbi Yochanan, Amar Kera, Ki Aale Arucha Nach. Says, Nobody is remembering Zion. There's a claim. Everybody forgot Zion. Sounds like what the God wants you to remember Zion. So how do you remember Zion? By making this takanot. So by taking the lulav on the subsequent days, what do we remember? We remember, oh, this is the event of Mikdash. Oh, this is the Sion. So how do we know that there's a nyan to make Zechel and Mikdash? 
Siyon Doresh Enna. And I brought a Raya, not a Raya actually, Rem is more, that from this Pasuk is referring specifically to the Lulav. Because, what's the Pasuk? Ki A'aleh. A'aleh Rashetevot. Etrog, Araba, Lulav, Hadas. Which means it's giving you a remez to the four species that they want you to make a derosh letzion. The Gemara continues, Shiyehe yom henev kudo asud. What did he say, Rabbi Yohanan? I mean, uh, Rabbi Yohanan, exactly. The yom henev asud. You know what? Let's read the Rashi, Rabbi Yohanan, this in the Mishnah. It's a nice Rashi to give us some of the history of how yom henev works. Bechavon. Shiyeh yom henev. It's back on the Mishnah. Shell <laughs> <laughs> Right in the morning, Right. When there's an Omer, you have to figure out what time they're going to bring it. You have to wait till the Mamash time. Who knows? They put it in the bulletin. The Omer will be brought by 932. 932, you could eat it. The morning. My Tama, let's start the Gemara. What's the reason why Rabbi Yohanan made this Gemara? I made this to Amazing. Look at Rabbi Yohanan. He had so much faith. The Beit Ishtakad last year. Milo Akanu Beir Mizrah. Didn't we eat the uh, Hadash already at dawn? Ashtaname Nikhud. Let's eat it again at dawn. But they don't they don't know the distinction. Beinu lo yad'e. Ishtakad lo haba beta mikdash. Hira Mizrah etir. Ashtadika beta mikdash. Omer matir. They're not going to know the details why they were allowed to eat it in the morning. Let's wait in the morning. Let's wait in the morning. There's no beta mikdash. This year there's a beta mikdash. You got to wait until they actually bring the Ikorban. So you know what he said? I don't have this problem. So therefore, for sure, by sunset, you'll be able to... Uh, they know they'll be exactly. Now, I don't know why I have to say, they're not going to bring the, uh, the... We'll see the Gemara. Why Yomenev Kudu Asud? What were they worried? Were they going to bring it two minutes before sunset? <coughs> okay, but plug them in okay, The whole day. So Gemara says now, the Ibane Emat, which means... Obviously, he was worried the Beit might get built and we're going to have a problem to get there. Dormant. When exactly were you worried? What's the case that you're concerned about? So he says, If you're going to say the Beit HaMikdash was built on the 16th, In that case over there, already the morning was Mutar. Which means, once the morning came and there was no Beit HaMikdash, Hadash was Mutar. Go, it goes with anyway, which means normally when there's no better like that, what's the matir? That year, when the better let's say the better got built nine o'clock in the morning, too late. Already at Alota Shahar, it was mutar. So that can't be the case. Elawad, Dibne Bahamisar. But by the way, you see over here that what? The Beit HaMikdash can be built on any of these days. On the first day of Pesach, second day. All these cases that we always say, oh, you can't have it on Mikdash. You can't build on a holiday. The Beit HaMikdash is going to come down prefab already. And therefore, let's say it's going to be built on Hamisar, on the, on, 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 the, on the 15th. And therefore, what's going to happen over here? 
Therefore, we don't want the Tivua on the, on the 16th to be mutated in the beginning of the day because you have to bring the Qurban Omer. No good. Tishtari, like we said. Which means they'll do it by Hatzot. They'll do it by Hatzot. So why, why are you telling me the whole day is going to be Asur? The Chaura, but at midday. What is Dhamma over here? Which means, which means they should always make a takana. You can only stop it. You can only eat the chatzot. Why? What's going to happen next year? They put them in the mikdash. Don't chatzot. So you know, by chatzot, they brought the kor- they brought the omer. So the Baruch says they had it done because we learned already. We know by chatzot you're done because in a regular year, what does it say? Harchokim utarim chatzot ayom udadan lefish em bedin metatzelin bo. In a regular year, where there's a bet mikdash. The guys who are far away from the Beit HaMikdash. What do we tell them? Chatzot. Why? Because we know the Beit Din is not going to be so lazy to bring the Qurban Ahomet after Chatzot. So therefore, Chatzot is always the latest. So the Chatzot is the Beit HaMikdash might get rebuilt on what? The 15th. Good. 15th, you're stuck on the 16th until they bring the Ahomet. When's the latest thing to bring the Ahomet? Chatzot. So the Chatzot. Why did he say Yom Henef Kolo Asur? La Serikha De'ibne Belaliyah. Which means we're worried that they're going to build the Beit Hamikdash on the night of the 16th. Means the night before Yom Hanif. That's a Yom Hanif is Tuesday, so we're talking about Monday night. The Beit Hamikdash is going to get rebuilt. In the me samuk l'shkiyat hama. Oh what? They're going to build the Beit Hamikdash. The Beit Hamikdash is going to be rebuilt at the end of the 15th. Meaning close to l'shkiyat hama. So what's the problem with that? And that, eh, you're not going to be able to bring it right away because they got to go out and cut it. They got to do the whole process. So we're worried that that year the korban might be brought a little later. Not because of laziness, just because of time, uh, time, time, time constrictions. Which means if it was built early in the 15th, have time, go to the fields, cut it, do whatever they have to do, prepare it. I check it here. The whole day of the 15th came. Now it's ready the night. Now they have to go prepare the omen. So they might not be able to bring it by. Hatzot in that year. That's why. Look, look at the hashash. Meherai mikdash Now, and that's back to the hadush of the Admor Megul. Why is he suspecting such a remote case? Because it's not remote. You have to but that's going to be built at any moment. And therefore, it's a it's a it's, it's, it's a hopeful hopeful item. Read the Rashi. Ela de'abne b'hamisad. I just read. I'm sorry. Read from La Serikha de'abne belilya. Bediuk, at night, the Beit HaMikdash is rebuilt. So what are they going to do? The Beit HaMikdash, they just got rebuilt. So they're not going to have time to cut the Omer at night. When are they going to have to cut it? The next morning. Thirteen sieves. Thirteen sieves. Same point. Now stop right there. Which means, basically we're worried that the bed will not be built late in the day on the 15th or in the night of the 16th. And you're not going to be able to get it ready until after Hatzot. So now once it's after Hatzot, finish. What do you, you say? Two o'clock in the afternoon? They said, Yom Asud. For this came, scenario. But when it came, there was no Beit HaMikdash. So no, we just no. no. We mean, so well, no, when the morning came, there were Hayav. The, the Hayuv of Hadash is Alot HaShahad. 
16th. So there was a Beit HaMikdash on the 16th Alot HaShar. It was the night before. No, again, the 16th, the 16th is Tuesday. We're worried either it'll be built on Monday night or Monday afternoon late. Either way, either way, you have to bring a Qurban Omer this year. And we're worried that what? The Tircha is going to delay it. So now that she has a question, now she says, hold it. We we'll just finish, finish that sheet and we'll answer it. Three lines on the bottom. We forgot the Gemara that says you don't build the Beit HaMikdash at night. The building, the building is a pump, doesn't let you build at night. So therefore, they're not building the Beit HaMikdash at night. Forget it. And you can't build it on the 15th either because it's Yom Tov. So forget it. Your options over that you're worried about, they might build it on the 15th. 15th is called Pesach. There's no building on Pesach. And therefore what? And they don't build it at night as well. So, so your scenarios that you're chosesh about are not realistic. That's your answer, David. Unbelievable. So therefore, you have no problem of Yom Tov, Pesach, Olel, at night, there is no issue. Yomara comes along and says, Rav Nachman bar Yitzhak Amar B'Yohanan ben Zakai, B'Shitat Rabbi Yehuda Amara. He comes along and says a different derech of the Takana of Rabbi Yohanan. It's going to the opinion of Rabbi Yehuda de Amar, Minat Torah, Hu Asur. That what? That Minat Torah, it's Asur. The Omer, the Hadash, until the end of the day of the 16th. Because the Pasuk says, Ad, Etzem Ayom Azeh. You're allowed, uh, uh, you're not allowed to eat the new wheat, Ad, Etzem Ayom Azeh. Until, literally means until this day. The essence of this day. What does it mean, Ad, Etzem? Just say Ad, Yom Azeh. What is Ad, Etzem? Ad, Etzumo Shel Yom. What is Ad, Etzumo Shel Yom? Until the day. The question is, until, up until, or up until and including. And therefore, if you hold up and until including, so therefore, Yom Enif is Asud because, Yom Enif is Asud, by the way, always. Look at that sheet. Look at that sheet. Look at that sheet. Right, which means you could have said, okay, but when there's no Omer, then do it in the morning. You want to say, in the year that there's an Omer, we have a Torah law that says, Ad Etzim. The Hadush of Hanan is that even when there's no Omer, I'm not matiring you in the morning. I'm only going to matir you like it would be in the regular time of the Beit HaMikdash, which would be at the end of the... Which I could argue and say, and I could have, when they have a Beit HaMikdash, no problem, wait till the end. But you have the same Gezerana. Because what's going to happen? What's going to happen is, the guy last year is going to eat in the morning, the next year, he's going to say, well, last year ate in the morning. No, last year ate in the morning because of uh, no, no Omer. Now you have a demon at Torah, and it's a Mayom Hazer. So it's the same Gezerana, it sounds like. It's just that, what's the impetus of the Gezerana? 
Here the epitome is a deen. It's not like, like Yazera might happen. It's a deen that you have to have Omer at the end of the day. I mean, you have to, the, the Heter does not come till the Itzumosh Shariyom. You want to say that Yohanan agrees with the opinion of the Biuda that Hetera Omen is at Itsum Shilyom Be'ad Bechlal? Is that so? What are you talking about? We found that the Biuda and the Yohanan Ben Zakai are arguing. Ditnan, Meshachara Bet Amikdash Yitkin Rabban Yohanan Ben Zakai. She Yomenev Kudlo Asur. Amar, the Lord, they take it out. Amar Bihuda, the Halo Menatorao Asur, Dictim, Ad Etsemayomaze, Ad Etsumo Shelyom. Which means Rabbi Yohanan came along and said, Takana, I'm making a new Takana, which is Takana Hakam, Yomenef Kolo Asur. I mean, that's what I mean, Takana. It's a Sumna Torah. The Torah says, Ad Etsemayomaze, Ad Etsumo Shelyom. So it seems that, wow, they're not agreeing with each other. It seems Rabbi Yohanan has one derech and Rabbi Yehuda has a different derech. So he said, no, 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 no. Rabbi Yehuda, who the kata'e? Rabbi Yehuda misunderstood what Rabbi Yohanan was saying. Who sabah midrabanan ka'amal? He thought Rabbi Yohanan was saying that what yom nefkulu asur midrabanan. He wasn't saying that. And I was saying, what? Belai midoraita ka'amal. Wow. So he was coming along to say that even bizman shebet ha-mikdash eno kayam, sazakus deoraita. Could that be? No, it can't be. It's the right He means, since it, in the time of the Beta Mikdash, it's Hayab the Uraita to wait the whole day. So therefore, he made a Takana that even Shilobis management of the Shkayam, you have to wait the whole day. Oh, oh, oh. So look at the next line to Gemara. And the Hanan said what? The Gemara, the Gemara says, Rabbi Yohanan was saying, no, you thought he went to the, the Rabbanan, he meant the Oraita. I want to see when he meant the Oraita. But he meant the Oraita. So the Gemara says, what do you mean? Beha etkin kamar. How can he say he meant the Oraita? He said he meant the Takana. Takana sounds like it's Rabbanan. May etkin darash vetkin. Which means he got up and he, etkin meaning he, he, he preached the law to the people. That what? Because until that point, until that point, uh, the people can eat. Well, what? We're accustomed to eating it earlier. Read Rashi, Vitkin. Actually, let's read, let's read Rashi. Let's read Rashi. Ve'amiflag palik. Rabbi Yehuda alayhi masinu shet hamar Rabbi Yehuda bedoro al tachnat Rabbi Yochanan ben Zakkai. Lamat halah dabar be'atzmo demashma la'asot siyagba ve'halom in haTorah. You say when you taking credit for a takana, you make an offense on something. The Torah said it's a sur, it's a sur. So what, what, what are you saying? You made a hadushi of Yohanan? Darash hamikra ad ad bechlau vehitkin lefisha hayud gilim leechol hadash mehasot ulahalan kishehaya habayit kayam ad achshav uslach betaken. So what was happening over here now? What was happening? Sounds like he's torish the pesuk. No, what, what were they doing before? Before before this? When the bet of just came, were they eating it? We have omer. They used to eat from Hasot, it sounds like. Oh, oh. oh, so therefore what? He doesn't know the other two more Oh, wait, wait, wait. Okay. The full day. Wait, wait, wait. 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 Wait, wait
if the, according to the Biyuda, when they bring the omen, when is it mutar for them? End of the day. End of the day. Not in the middle. So so what's the Shadush of Adit Sumo Shadiyom? When, when we don't have a... Ah, so the Torah was not talking about during the Bet Amidash Kayyam. The Torah was talking about when you're not bringing the Omer. So we have, we have two things. So we have two... That's the Rashid told us we have two Pesuki. We have one Ad Etzim Ayyom and one Ad Abiyachim. So when it's Ad Abiyachim, Ad Abiyachim, bring it, bring it. We're not going to be more than that. And that's why before when they had a Bet Amidash, Hatzot was the cutoff. But that's, they're not bringing it after Atzot, they're not Atzlim, Atzilim. Came Rabbi Yohanan and said, But Abotai, not that he's making a takana from himself. He said, Abotai, please, there's a haru. We know that last year you might have eaten it uh, at Hatzot, but now the Torah is telling us it's a different the Torah is telling us it's a different time. And what is that time? It's a Moshe Yom. Shkia. So therefore, Rabbi Yohanan and Rabbi Yohanan are actually saying the exact same. Exact same thing. Abizmanch was kayam chatzot, and Abu Yohanan was metakin, not metakin from himself. Meaning he established the law of the Torah to the people that now there's no Beit HaMikdash, you have to wait until it's Rokemon and be you. That's what comes out. Comes out as review. It's a fantastic ma'alok. It is Abu Yohanan's takana, takana de Rabbanan, meirai b'nei HaMikdash, or is it a deoraita? If it's a deoraita, it's strange. It's strange that he, they would put it in our Mishnah. It seems that our Mishnah doesn't hold like that. Because you're putting it right after Lulav. Lulav clearly is Rabbanan. And then you're bringing what? The Odit Keen, she Yom Enef Kodo Asur. That's not a Takana of Rabbanan, like Lulav. That's a Takana of Doraita. See, from our Mishnah, it's Mashma. That is the Rabbanan, because you're juxtaposing it to the story of Lulav. Yom Tov Arishon Shulchag Shachal Yom B'Shabbat. Okay, this happens, Rabotai. The first day of the holiday, Sukkot, falls out on a Shabbat. Chol Ha'am Molichim Et Lulevein the Bet HaKeneset. So everybody brings the Lulav to the Bet HaKeneset. Me'erem Shabbat. Lamachorat. On Shabbat they mashkimim, they come early. Uba'in kol e'ad ve'ehad makir et shelo v'noto. They take the Lulav, whatever they have it. And everybody's makpi, they take their own. Mepnei shamu hachamim, en adam yotzi de chovato b'yom tov v'rishon b'lulavo shel chavero. Remember we said, u'kachtem nachem. So then we have to try to get your own lulav. Because you're not yotzi with your friends, lulav. Even though, let's say, you're borrowing it. But it's not yours. So therefore, u'sha'ad yemot achag, adam yotzi de chovato b'lulavo shel chavero. The rest of the days of the holiday, it's okay to be yotzi b'lulavo shel chavero. But then on the first day, they had to actually try to identify their own lulav. That's she. יום טוב הראשון וכולי דאמין לכמן דדוחה מצוות לולב שבת ביום טוב הראשון לבדו. We're going to learn later on that we don't, we don't shake the lulav on the first day of Sukkot that falls out on Shabbat. Because anyway, our Shabbat, the first day is the Rabbanan. Because we're outside the Beit HaMikdash. But in the Beit HaMikdash, they had a deoraita. They had a deoraita to shake the lulav. But why? You can't carry them. They didn't allow you to carry them. They, 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 they let you shake a lulav. They don't use suit in shaking a lulav, but there's a suit to carry. So you have to bring your lulav uh, to the Beit HaMikdash day early. So continue. The Gemara says, the Biyosei Omer, Yom Tov Arishon Shulchag, Shachal Yom B'Shabbat, V'Shachah V'Otzit Ulavo L'Shut Arabim, Patur, V'Shachal Yom B'Shabbat. Wow, let's say I forgot. 
Yom Tov Rishon, Charles Shabbat, you're not supposed to carry it ulav, Shabbat. He forgot, he's carrying it ulav to the Beit HaKnesset. So what's that, Lachah say? Patur, why is he patur? He has to be a korban. Lachah Olai made Isu Shabbat, Besho, Gig. No, the Bible says it's patur, Bepnei Shotzi'o, Bershut. What is Bershut? Rashi. Shotzi'o, Bershut, Bershut, Mitzvah, Shehayat Harud, Mitzvah, Mchashe, Ba'asuk, Umemaher, La'asota. Umetoch, Kach, Ta'a, Veshachach, Shehu Shabbat. Okay, so there you go. Put that in your rule box. Put that in your rule box. We told him he was doing a mitzvah. He didn't think he's doing a mitzvah. He's taking a love. He's mitzvah to take a love on Yom Tov Shabbat. But what? He forgot they can't carry. So he's just shogeg on the carrying, but through a mitzvah. So the halakha says, if you thought you're doing a mitzvah, even though you did it, but to, that, that, that the mitzvah makes, takes the shogeg off. Minan says, what is the source of this halakha over here? That what? That in Yom Tov Rishon, you're not, you'd say, your friends do laugh. Gemara said, when you get to the Beit HaMikdash, everybody better be careful to, to, to identify your lulav. Why not? Just take any lulav. What's the difference? The guy's mochel. So, no, 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 it's got to be... Yours. How do you know? The Tanu Rabbanan. Ul Kahtem. It says what? In, in plural. Ul Kahtem. Shetel Kiha Piyad Kodehad Piyad. Each guy should take his own Lulav. What does it mean over here? Meaning you would have thought that maybe the Bentin has a mitzvah. What do I know? The, 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 maybe, maybe it's a Kiddush HaChodesh. Who has to make Kiddush HaChodesh? Bentin. So maybe it means what? Let the Betin say, Rabotai, we're representing the congregation. Betin is going to take a lulav and they're going to shake it. No, no, it doesn't work that way. Ukartem. What does Ukartem say? Each individual guy has to shake a lulav. He just say, right, the rabbi does. No, the Betin does not have It's not a human Betin. It's Hayab Pedati on each person. What do we learn for the word Lachem? This comes to exclude. You're not allowed to take a borrowed lulav. It's a gazoot, clearly a stolen one. From here the rabbis learned. And Adam Yotzei Yedei Chavato Be'yom Tov. Harishon Shilhaik B'dulavo Shilhavero Ela Imken Netano Lo Be'matana. Unless he gifted it. If he gifted it, okay, then it's considered uh, yours. Uma'aseh. Be'rabbi, be'rabban, gamliel. Be'rabbi, Yehoshua, be'rabbi, Azar, be'rabbi, be'rabbi, Akiva. Shayu ba'im b'sfinah. Okay, they had, in those days they had cruisers on Sukkot. So they were on a cruise, they were on a, you know, a boat. Yom Tov Rishon, they were on a boat. And then we have to say, why well, they weren't on a cruise? They must have been going to do Pijon Shivuyim or some big mitzvah. Otherwise, they were doing a boat on, uh, on Yom Tov. And what? They must have been doing some surche sibur. Anyway, they were on the boat. Look at that. The only one that had a lulav on the boat was Laban Gamliel, Shelakaho, Be'elev Zuz. He bought it for a thousand Zuz. The Gemara is not coming to tell you. It's two things it's telling you. Number one, how much the rabbi spends on his vote. And number two, what the other ones didn't have. Because obviously it was uh, not available. You had to spend a thousand zoos. That means they were scarce. They were scarce. So the bank of the Yawad took the Lulav and Yotzebo. And then he gave it, he gifted it to the Yoshua. And then for what? You see that what? That they didn't give it. Why didn't they lend it to him? The lending is not enough. 
Exactly. It has to be a matana. Even though it's a matana, it's not a chazir. That's okay. Matana, it's just a matana. So the Gemara Kazlonga says, Why do you have to say that he gave it back to the Magamliel? That's a part of the story. The main part of the story is what? That they had to give it to each other. So he comes along and says, We come to learn another halakha. Matana, aminat na'azir, sheme matana. A matana that you give to somebody with the intent, with the condition that he has to give it back to you, it's considered a gift. Which is at that point, bottom line, who owns the lulav? Whoever, whoever received the gift. Ah, what kind of gift is that? Indian giver. You have to give it back. I don't know. That's considered a matana. A temporary matana is considered a matana nonetheless. That's why it's and they gave it back to Rabbi Gamliel. To show matana al-manan azir is a matana kihad, aman abab. Here's the back to me. Of course, if you didn't give it back, because retroactively you see what? That, exactly, you didn't have permission. It wasn't, wasn't, wasn't a matana, it was only a matana al-minat. So therefore, if you didn't fulfill the al-minat, it's not a matana, therefore you're not going to be yours. So let's catch up on that she's here for a second. Oh, fantastic question. What gives a B or Shua the right to start gifting it to? You have to say the Bangamir was right there. So the Bangamir instructed him. Give it, give, it, give, it him. give it to him. Give it to him. You have to say that was Bereshut. But otherwise you're right. He has no right to give it to a third. <coughs> because it says, or you can say that we have a Stam Kavana that says, that it's Nihale and the Enish to fulfill the Rabbi Mamone. And of course, you can't have Bagam Niel, especially he spent a thousand zoos on it, and gets his money's worth on it. So therefore, he could assume that it's a mitzvah, and therefore, since he gave it to the first one, Mali, Mali, who, Mali, who? Even if he wasn't there, it would be okay because of the Simana of Nihal. Let's catch up in that. How do you go before Rabbi Where's your Rosh Hashiva? It wasn't the Rosh He said, how can the Bila Azar take the Lula before Rabbi Akiva? Was it Kavod? You have to say it was Rosh Hashiva. No, Rabbi Akiva was not the Rosh Hashiva. Otherwise, they wanted to make Rabbi uh, Akiva Rosh Hashiva, and they said he's from Mishpahat Gerim. So they, he didn't have Zichud Avot. So they have to say Rosh Hashiva, he's the Nasi. Nasi goes first, Kavod Nasi. I thought he was a Quran also, right? So that's a question. Yeah, he was definitely a Quran. was a Quran. Sheila is, is there a deen of the Kiddashto is there a deen of Vikidashto when it comes to mitzvot? Chaurah there is. Why do we send the Quran first? That's a mitzvah. That so. is, but isn't that a typical example of Vikidashto? Yeah, perfect. Zimun. Yeah. Perfect. Maybe that's another answer. So you can say it like this. Even if you want to say it's before they nominated him as the Nasi, because we don't know in this story where, where he's holding in, the, in his life. Right? But for sure he was a Quran at that point. We can say Quran. Your answer is better. Great is better. You know, then you, 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 you get around the uh, you get around the history. It's so amazing. It's a story because you're bringing that you're bringing that story of the, of the Bina Azad. It's a, a very deep Hatam uh, Sofer. Very deep. He says, "Let's review that story, Masechet Berachot, because you, you raised it." What happened? They nominated Bina Azad to be the chief. So what does he say? I gotta ask my wife. He went up to the wife, and the wife eventually acquiesced. That night the miracle happened, it says he grew, or they said you don't he said she said you don't have uh, you're young. 
Shitsu, she told me, yeah, they're not going to respect you. That night, he grew the white beard. So then already his wife said, okay, that's it. I, that, my, my claim was what? They're not going to respect you, you know, but now you look like an old rabbi. It's okay. The Arotevash says, what do you mean I'm going to ask my wife? This is, this is a religious decision. What does your wife know about the, the rabbi said about the religious decision? So he says, because uh, it affects her or not, which means, or not tamid hacham is meshabat the Shabbat. Or not nasi is pamahat bashana. All the mefashim ask at the Adam Sofet, Minale, where did you get this from? And in the footnote it says that there's another Adam that says that the Onat nasi is once every two years. He's busy. He's busy with the congregation. There's no time for it. So he can't just go to his wife uh, and say, I'm taking a job. It's affecting her. Or not. It's affecting her time. Big time. So therefore, he had to get uh, you know, a, a mechila. So Atam Sofet says, he says, that was that he has a white beard. He, the white beard, does anything. So he said, oh, he says like this. In the Sefer Daniel, when they're depicting HaKadosh Baruch, we know HaKadosh Baruch does not have an image. We know that. But when the Sometimes the, the, the Pesukim compared God, Hashem Ishmael Hama. It gives us just a way to, to relate. Of course, you're not allowed to even think of images, but that's the way they refer to him. So it says he saw an old man with a white, with a white beard. And that was referring to the presence of Hashem. Compared to God, like it says, a white beard. So that's a representation of the Shekhinah. When you see somebody with a white beard, so he's Tamid Hakam, he's Domet HaKadosh, but he's the Shekhinah, Shekhinah is with him. It's a sign. He says like this. His wife was very, very clever. She knew that if he has this uh, job over here, the Nasi, so the Nasi gets the presence of the Shekhinah with him. But the Halakha says, and here's the Hadush Natan Sofer, you can't get the Shekhinah unless you're married. Because the Shekhinah does not rest on half a body. And the Shekhinah should not plug, plug Ufa. He says, that's the real reason why the Kohen has to be married on Yom Kippur, so the Shekhinah can rest on him. Because if he's not married, he's half a person. And Shekhinah does not rest on half a person. So, they have the so that's what the Hawaiians have to have him ready for the Shekhinah to rest on him. Not because of uh, things like that. You're not, you're not, you're, 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 you're split in half. So therefore, what happened? He came along and said, listen, I need a, I need a release because uh, the Onah and all that. So she said, listen, I have no problem. I want to share in the Shekhinah, but I want to share in the uh, Shekhinah uh, item. But then she came along and said, but wait, there's no Shekhinah, you don't have a white beard. And therefore, it must be because we're in Galut, the Shekhinah did not come down in Galut. So then what am I gaining? Onah, you're taking away from me. Uh, Shekhinah, I'm not going to show. I got nothing. The next morning when he grew a white beard, so I see the Shekhinah is with us even in Galut. And then I'm on my onat, I'll split the Shekhinah with you, meaning I'll be your partner in that. We have the, we have the Shekhinah there. So the beard was part of the heter of his wife. His wife would not have given him heter unless the beard came. The beard was a sign, the Shekhinah is with him. The Shekhinah is with him, so I'm gaining something. But what do you want me to do? 
Give up my onah. Give up my... Uh, what am I getting over here? No. Shekinah is kedai. I'll give up my husband, but no, no, I'm partners in the... Because you need me. As a kid, you need the ezra of the wife. Nonetheless, the Gemara comes along and says... Why is this beard? Because it says... In Daniel, when they're referring to Hashem, they refer to him as old man with a white beard. So that's the image of God. The image, the way the Nabi depicts Agados Baruch Hu is an old man with a white beard. So then, whenever he saw Tamir Acham with a white beard, there was a signal that what? Shikinat with him. So he said, but Shikinat's not with you, you're a young guy. So the beard showed, no, this is the Yad of Shikinat Anyway, the Gemara says, What do you have to tell me that he bought the Lulab? For a thousand zoos. Obviously, you're not boasting. Oh, you're not, you're not boasting. So come and show you how much they love the mitzvot. That they spent thousands of zoos, even though you might not be obligated to spend so much on the mitzvot ase. Mitzvot lo ta'ase, you have to spend the, the whole uh, bank. But not on the mitzvot ase. Wow, they loved the love so much that during Shaharit they would hold on to the love. At the time that they were praying, they would, they would hold on to the love. They just didn't shake it during the time of the Ni'anu'im. They would actually hold the love during the time. What do you mean? How can they hold the love? We have Allah that says that when you're praying, you're not allowed to hold something in your hand. Because what? You're going to be preoccupied that it might drop. So therefore, when you're praying with a cell phone in your hand, lo yuhaz. No, the Gemara doesn't say cell phone. The Gemara says, Lo yuhaz adam tifinim biyado. A person cannot hold a sefer Torah in his hand or tifinim in his hand. Why? Because you're worried that what? These things might fall. And therefore, what? you're not going to have kabbalah. Velo yashtim bem. For that matter, when a person is holding the tifinim, lo yashtim bem. Because why? Mayim. Because you're worried that you might come to do something uh, uh, disrespectful with them. You might clean Forget that you're holding it in your hand, you might clean yourself, and it's not kebab for the tefillin. Velo yisham bem, you cannot sleep with the tefillin. No shinat keba, velo shinat alai. Fine. Amar Shemuel, and Shemuel came along and said that not only a sefer Torah and tefillin, but sakin vekeara, kikar ma'od, okay, you'll say bem. That doesn't, not only a mitzvah item, a knife. Obviously, you're scared, a knife will fall and cut you. So, therefore, you're obviously going to be careful to hold the knife properly. Or what? Keara, a glass dish. Same thing, or a loaf of bread. All these things, you're scared they're going to fall on the floor. And therefore what? You're preoccupied. So how did you say he could hold the lulav in his hand when he's praying? And it's wrong, obviously. You're worried it might fall. It might fall, it's going to break. And therefore you're preoccupied. Yomara says, Atam la mitzvaninu. Utrid bihu. Atam mitzvaninu. Velo tarid bihu. It's amazing, Hedush. Look at that sheet. La mitzvaninu. Love, mitzvah, and in hula, By the way, she says ke'ara. For some reason, he says you're not worried about the ke'ara breaking because it could be it's a metal ke'ara, but you're worried it has food in it. So then you're worried that the food will drop and then what's going to spoil. Love, mitzvah, in hula, chazan, v'havyan alav v'masa, v'fichach tarud v'masaam, v'kabed alav v'masaam, v'shemidatam. If it's a knife and some items, it's a burden to carry it. So your mind is preoccupied on what? Carrying a burden. Therefore, you're not going to have to come out of the tefillah. But over here, it's very simple. The thing that you love is not a burden on you. If you're carrying your grandson or you're carrying a sack of potatoes, they weigh the same. 
the grandson feels much lighter than the sack of potatoes. Why? Because you enjoy it. So therefore, even though you're carrying the lulav, but what? Since it's a mitzvah, and I'll explain better. It enhances your mitzvah tefillah. Adrabah, it enhances your mitzvah tefillah. When I'm carrying a knife, it's two different items. Come and have a tefillah and a knife. They, 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 they're contradicting each other. But when I'm doing a mitzvah, the tedad, the mitzvah, only reinforces the kavanah in the mitzvah of the tefillah. So therefore, it's going to be okay. Tanya Rabbi Razabat Sadok Omerka, Chayam and Agam Shil Anchir Ushalayim. Adam Yotzeh Mebeto, guy will leave his house in the morning for Shalit, Ulavo Biyado. Olech the Bet Knesset, Ulavo Biyado. He comes to the Bet Knesset, Ulavo Biyado. Kore Kriyat Shema, Mitpalel, Ulavo Biyado. Kore Batorah, Noset Kapav, Manicho, Agabe Karka. It's true. When they say he's a Kohen, they invite him up to the Sefer Torah, okay, he puts it down. I guess he didn't bring the 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 love up to the Torah. Always make bekat kwanim. That's for sure. Not he can't make bekat kwanim. So kore ba Torah benoset kapav manicho al gabe karka holech lebaker cholim. Unbelievable. On the holiday goes to make bekor cholim. Ul nachem avelim ulavo biyado. He brings the love with him. Nechnas lebet hamidrash meshagel ulavo biyad beno biyad abdo biyad shilucho. Which means, uh, when he's learning a sugal, let's say, in the Midrash. He can't hold it love when he's learning. He's going to preoccupy. So he gives it to his son or grandson to hold it for him. Look how much zariz they were when it came to the Midrash. Now, what's the inyan that Gemara is saying that when a guy would do bikur cholim, he would take the lulav with him? So based on what we learned earlier, if you remember, what was the inyan of the lulav? It gets rid of bad spirits and nuhin, all that stuff. So Adrava, they were going to be kurholim with the lulav biyado. Because they knew the lulav over here is a refuah. The lulav itself is a... Especially that we say the lulav is domain the shidra. And the etrog is domain alev. So it's the whole body. So therefore by bringing this in, it would be a refuah for the uh, for the holim. And what's the inyan of the Nahim Avelim? Even though we don't make regular Nahim Avelim on Yom Tov, but you'll have to visit them. You say Shabbatim in the Nahim. There's a special way to be in the What was the inyan to bring a lulav in the Nahim Avelim? So what do we normally say when we visit the, the Avelim Bala Tashbi? I'm a Kobi Nahim Mitokish of this year Yerushalayim. We just learned that what? That after the Beit HaMikdash was around, that what? We shake the lulav seven days. Why we shake the seven lulav seven days? Because why? Zekh the Mikdash. So that was really the Nechama of the guy. The fact that we're taking this Lulav over here on the, on the second day or the subsequent days, that's already a Zekh. That means one day the Mikdash will be rebuilt as well. So therefore, that, that's part of the Bikur Holim and that's part of the Nechama. They felt that it was part of the uh, item because they didn't leave it outside. They brought it in order to be, uh, uh, have that Kavana as well. Yes? On the Mitzvah, I say you're asking? He was a rich man, no? You have to say, because the Bangamir was a zillionaire, therefore, I didn't business a regular guy, but the guy was Ashid Muflag, like the Bangamir, Shayla Matuyanet, you could say that he's allowed to spend, it wouldn't break the bank uh, for, for, for the Bangamir.